Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, let's talk about signing day and find out where the dogs are. Connor Riley joins us from Dog Nation. We pushed him back a little bit because he normally joins us at four. We wanted to give him a little bit more time, as uh, I know you needed today, man, with all that's going on. Connor, where are we at right now? Tell us about what you know about this dog class so far. Yeah, number two overall signing class, I believe, of the 26 guys committed they have right now. 23 of their letters or intent are in, and they are officially signed. We should hear at least Damon Wilson's officially submitted later today. Still unsure about uh, Raymond Cotterell, or Cottrell, excuse me, wide receiver out of Florida. Jamal Merriweather is expected to sign in February. A uh, little bit of news here in the last 15 minutes. Arik Gilbert has entered the transfer portal. Oh. He has not been with the team for some time. He did not travel to the Mississippi State or Kentucky games. and was not with the team against Georgia Tech and against uh, LSU in the SEC championship game there. So, Busy bit of news here today. We have one player exiting the program, at least in official capacity. And now we have 23 new players, at least, coming in, probably going to be 26, and then maybe even another one tomorrow as a four-star defensive lineman that is down to Georgia and Florida is set to announce. So number two ranked class in the country right now, Kirby Smart does it again. Lands what is probably, in my opinion, maybe the best defensive class in the country in terms of what they have stacked from front to back in terms of defensive linemen, linebackers, and secondary. Pretty impressive to see that Georgia got so many commits done already wrapped up early. Uh, you know, I mean, does it say anything to you that they're able to have this thing, you know, by noon, uh, all locked in stock with a bow on it as opposed to other schools who are still waiting towards the end of the day? I mean, what does that say to you? Yeah, I, I think it speaks to what Georgia wants from its recruits. You know, Kirby Smart spoke today about how he believes it's the highest, like, average incoming GPA. They have, I think, 15, 16 early enrollees a year after they had 18, 19 early enrollees. They have guys that you know, Georgia's about winning championships right now. And I do think that their recruiting philosophy in terms of the guys they target is start to some of the other programs out there, Miami, you know, Florida, schools that you hear so much talking about, NIL, name, image, and likeness, and sort of the money and attractions that come with that. You know, Georgia, yes, they're competitive when it comes to those markets. But you know when you're coming here, first and foremost, you're going to hit, you're going to be physical, you're going to be mentally tough. And you have to do all that. And if you do do that, if you're a player like Brock Bowers who came in and did that day one and became the best tight end in America really quickly, the NAL money is going to flow like a water hose. And so I think it speaks to, as you point out there, this is just what Georgia's class is in, in terms of the character and makeup behind it and what they want going forward out of these guys. Connor, no quarterback sign for 2023? What's the deal there? It's not surprising. They put all their eggs in the Arch Manning basket. They feel really comfortable about what they have on this roster currently. I think Carson Beck is probably going to be your starting quarterback next year, but Gunnar Stockton and Brock Vandegrift are both really talented options. 
They already have a 2024 quarterback committed in Ryan Puglisi, the number one overall player in the country for the 2024 cycle. Dylan Rayola just reopened his commitment. I would expect Georgia to be very aggressive in pursuing him there. And look, the reality is, you know, if unless you truly believe a guy is your future of the position, and I don't think Georgia believed in that anyone other than Arch Manning in this cycle, you can go find quality players in the transfer portal. Uh, Devin Leary is going to be the starter at Kentucky next year. It sounds like Grand Mertz former Wisconsin is going to be Florida's starting quarterback. Uh, Hendon Hooker had a sensational season after transferring in for Virginia Tech. There are so many quarterbacks in the transfer portal, on, and that's going to be a year-in, year-out thing now going forward, that if you really need to find a quarterback and you really don't think that what you have in your roster is good enough at that position, odds are you're going to be able to find a talented enough player there. But I think it speaks to the fact that, yeah, Georgia made a big swing in Arch Manning. They didn't end up getting him. He goes to Texas. And instead, you have a guy in Carson Beck, Gunnar Stockton, Brock Vandergriff, who they feel really comfortable in all three of those guys for next year, along with what they have the, down the pipeline in that 2024 recruiting class. For the record, I just say, uh, Grant Mertz is terrible. I, I got, what is Billy Napier thinking? <laughs> like, he's going to go from Anthony Richardson to a guy who can't play a seven-yard out route. Like, I, 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 anyway, good luck, Billy. Uh, have fun. That said, you know, you talk about the NIL stuff. How much have you seen or at least heard of, not necessarily here at Georgia, but you know, just around from these high school kids who are moving forward, that NIL is playing a, a bigger decision in each one of their decisions to go somewhere. I don't know if it's necessarily a bigger decision. It just happens to be maybe more public and more, you know, okay to talk about it out in the open. Uh, you know, schools have been doing this for years, paying players in the days of National Signing Day, making last-minute offers to come get guys. I think it's just now maybe people are a little bit more cavalier and open about what guys are getting and, and what you're hearing and what certain schools are doing in terms of, making that attractive Miami right now is not a very attractive school based on what you've seen on the football field and yet they have I believe the number three overall recruiting mm. class in the country why is that well Mario Cristobal is a very good recruiter and they have a lot of money to spend with NIL thanks to some money made by a mega booster there John Ruiz and they're not the only school in the country doing this they're maybe one of the few schools doing it well I think you know Texas A&M last year their signing classes an example of it and while some people uh they get all worried and nervous about oh you know they're buying these classes if you've got the money to do it and you're finding players that you think can help your program and are going to want to come there for a price, by all means, go for it. But just look at what happened with Texas A&M on the field this year. There were a lot of problems with that team, and they end up going 5-7, and seven, and there are a lot of miserable people. You can buy a class every once in a while, maybe buy select players. But on the whole, if you're not finding guys that fit your culture and your system as a, as a coach, it's going to run and create a lot of problems and the money can only take you so far there. So I don't know how different it is in terms of what the money is being thrown around. I do know that there's just people are more cavalier and upfront about it. You know, Miami has been ding for recruiting violations forever, but now that it's legal, it's no longer such a big deal that we used to always see it as. Yeah. Connor, um, as we talk about Georgia in this upcoming class, by the way, if you're just tuning in, Georgia, number two, Alabama, one, you guys, if you're top five, you're great. And Georgia's been top three. You're going back, what, the last five or six years, and a couple of those years they were number one. I think it's more about what you do when the players get there. Who in your mind right now is the most impactful recruit that the dogs have coming in? Who was the guy that they absolutely wanted and got? Year one, it's Damon Wilson, the guy, ironically, they just committed, picked up less than an hour ago. Uh, five-star pass rusher out of Venice, Florida, played at the highest level of classification down there in Florida and put up monster numbers in his junior and senior season with a Georgia-Ohio State-Alabama battle. Georgia wins that battle. Outside linebacker was Georgia's biggest need, in my opinion, in this cycle, and they go out and they get three top 100 players at that position. 
If I can take a more long-term approach, a guy I really like is Raylan Wilson, a linebacker out of Tallahassee, Florida, top 50 overall player. I think this guy's going to be a stud. And you look at the way Georgia has developed linebackers in recent years, N'Kobe Dean, Quay Walker, Roquan Smith. I think this guy absolutely fits that same mold in terms of the both athletic ability to play the position and the mentality needed to be a leader there. He may not come in and play right away because Jamon Dumas-Johnson and Smile Munden are really, really talented players. They're going to be back next year. But in terms of long-term view, I think Raylan Wilson is an absolute stud for this program. Mm. Um, They gave Arik Gilbert, if you're tuning in again, he is transferring guys in the transfer portal. They gave Arik Gilbert every opportunity. At least I felt that they did. I still, you know, we talked about it because it's a sensitive situation, Connor, where we don't necessarily know all the facts and we don't want to, you know, rush to judgment when it comes to um, whether it was, you know, things off the field, the, the, the mental capacity, all that stuff that we kind of threw out there and talked about over the last couple of years. But the expectations for Reed Gilbert, we really got nothing out of him. Yeah, and I, I want to stress here, you know, going forward, I think everyone in the Georgia program wants to see the best possible version of Arik, both as a person and as a player, and things just didn't work out at Georgia for him. And I would agree with you, Carl. I, I do think Georgia gave Arik every possibility to, to make something of himself here as a football player at Georgia. They did a lot for him, gave him a lot of leeway. He steps away for the entire 2021 season. He, you know, in and out of the team rotation this year, but, it, you know, following this team, he was not around for essentially the last month of games. I think that should have told you his standing with this team going forward. And look, the position he played, Georgia's really, really set at tight end. Uh, you know, Brock Bowers is the best in the country. Donald Washington was second team all SEC at tight end this season. Oscar Delp is a really talented player with a lot of SEC schools would love to have on their team. And he can't even necessarily get on the field this year. So with, for a week, for it to work for him at Georgia, he was going to have to work and put in the work to be a great player and also do the things off the field as well. And he was just not up to doing that. And I just want to say, you know, this is a guy who one of the great, great players in Georgia high school football in recent years, you know, highest ranked tight end to ever come out of the high school ranks. And I think that pressure always followed him. It was just a lot for him to live up to and a lot for him to deal with. And I do hope whatever the next step is for Reed Gilbert, that he's just in a place where he's able to be mentally healthy and mentally get the best out of him, wherever that might be, because it didn't work out for him at LSU, and now that it has not worked out at a place at Georgia where I do believe they gave him a lot of opportunities to try and craft himself into a successful player in person, I would love to see what he does next and how he goes about making himself that. Sometimes one recruiting class can really change the trajectory of a team. I mean, particularly in the SEC where there's just so much talent going around. Is there another school, whether it's in the SEC or somewhere else, that you saw that you think had a really good class that can make an impact from last year to this year? In the SEC, it's hard to say. I, I will note, uh, Florida, man, you know, they were really selling Billy Napier on being a dynamic recruiter. And then for his year one class to come in lower ranked than Dan Mullen's first class, a notorious non-recruiter, uh, that's going to put him in a really tough spot where, look, I get it's year one and these aren't all your players and aren't all the guys you wanted. But you go out and lose 30-3 to three in a bowl game where you're going to – like not everyone on the Florida team is leaving. You're going to have a chance to go out there and get better. So you put that out along with what has been a really tough recruiting trail season for them. You really wonder about the future, the direction of that program there. I think what Dan Lanning has done at Oregon today has been really impressive. Flipped a five-star safety from Notre Dame, land a five-star pass rusher out of uh, California there. He's putting together a really strong class. I, I think within the SEC, it's still, you know, LSU has put together a really nice class with what they've done with Brian Kelly this year, and they've done a good job mixing in the transfer portal there as well. 
But I think as you touch on, it's still Georgia 1, Alabama 2, or Alabama 1, Georgia 2, depending on how you view actual rankings and recruiting rankings. But those are two, I, I still think, the far and away best teams in terms of going out, finding talent, and getting those guys to buy another system and translating that into wins. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.